Brad. 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 I want you to come for this. I, I yeah, just have oh, my hand just, back here. Right. And I'm like, what the heck, Brad? How have you been? We've Brad. been. We're killing Brad. We just killed Brad. <laughs> just like, that's I would one like way to, to thank you. Those temperature. I bet you that's 95 degrees. Oh my gosh. We just brought Brad into the Jeep and we like killed him. Killed him. I love it. I'm so grateful to be killed in the Jeep. Betty is worth you're gonna die somewhere. It's better be anyway. a Betty. Welcome to the Hype Your Life Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm T. Coming at you from Beep Beep in the Jeep. We created this community to help you hype your freaking life through movement, mindset, and manifestation. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Since we've been a minute. Podcasted. I'm gonna need a sentimental mental woman. Pump me up. up. <sighs> <laughs> Fred, are you feeling the hype right now or what? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I feel like we're breathing though. Yeah, we, we are. We are. We are. We're doing breath work in the Jeep right now. Fred, can you lead us in some breath work? I know. It's probably the feet. It's probably the yeah. Then we're all gonna have to get out of the jeep. It's the breadsticks. Yeah, it's bad. Feet. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, Brad likes the permission to fart. Okay, permission to fart. Absolutely. No, I don't need it. Okay, so today is a special day. You want to take this one, Nick? I got Can this. Can you go for I it? I got this. Today on the Hyper Life Podcast, we have a very special guest, the one and only Brad Harker. Brad Harker. Nailed it. Brad Harker in the house, <laughs> in Betty White. Brad Harker right now is in Betty White with the Hype Squad, and I'm he's so about hyped. to hype your freaking life. Yes. I'm so freaking hyped about this. You guys, Brad is one of the coolest humans that is rad we actually call him rad brad a lot mm-hmm. um so i'm just gonna kick it right off with a little bio of brad wait i kicked it off when i was dancing you did betty's brad actually bed. already kicked it off yeah i was in betty's bed yeah you were he was in, in betty's the bed, bed of betty so <laughs> i love that for you brad thank you um you. if you want to see a little bts of brad in betty's bed you're gonna need to head to our insta and check it out because it's, it's high quality. Yeah. It is high quality. Some of the footage. best dancing I think Betty's ever experienced and witnessed. 100%. And she's seen a lot of dancing she in has. her day. So well it's done, the best, Brad. For yeah. sure. All right. So Brad Harker is a sarcastic Virgo <laughs> who hails from the frigid icy land of hockey and maple syrup. He um, derails the most amazing people through the use of offensive video clips. Yes. <laughs> Brad Harker, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's how I do. That's Brad's coaching <laughs> style. Um, Brad loves to share video, offensive video clips with me that aren't meant to be offensive. Correct. But then we find the videos, we watch them, and they, they're a little, uh... It's provocative. I live my life in video vignettes somehow. That's what I remember. And so there's always, like, a moment mm-hmm. where it's like, this could be so well delivered if I shared this clip from this movie. Uh-huh. And then it's like... Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> Take it out of context <laughs> and, and then... And it hypes my life. It actually yeah. does. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. All right. So, Brad is an author, entrepreneur, and growth coach who helps driven entrepreneurs and experts navigate the personal and professional roadblocks of growth 
to become free and fearless in the pursuit of their highest potential. So I'm freaking stoked to have Brad on here. That was like an excellent little synopsis of, of Brad. Brad is actually my personal coach. Um, I sought out Brad a couple months. I Well, I've probably been working with you for now, probably. It's probably been four or five yeah. months. Um, I was in a place in my life where I was ready for more. I was definitely like feeling the hype and I was ready to... I was ready for more, but I felt really stuck in where I was at and I didn't really know what more looked like. I really didn't know what I wanted and what I didn't realize was I had a lot of things going on in my personal life that were actually blocking me from being able to see what it was that I wanted and what more actually looked like for me. So Brad is excellent at helping people get unstuck. That is what Brad has done for me. So Brad, Tell us a little bit about you and your journey to becoming a coach and where you're at. Well, thank you, first of all, for that. And um, it's honored to be here with you guys. This is killer. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I think it's interesting to think about how I got to this point. And a lot of times I find myself in my, like, I see my story in every one of my clients' life. And I think in looking back, you know, you kind of think about the hard things you've been through in your life and you sometimes say, oh, it'd be nice if I could not have had that experience. But I think when you fully, for me, when I fully step into what I do now, I look at every one of those moments and I'm like, if it already hasn't happened, there's going to be a point where I'm going to be able to say, I get that because I experienced a version of that. So for me, I was a very driven very ambitious kid and a great family, great parents. And I also had just the worst of, uh, adversity and trauma in my life that really created this, I don't know, this polarity in me. Like I had this deep dark in me and I also had this massive joy. And so from a very young age, I was living in the future because I wanted to, I, I hated the present, if that made sense. And I didn't do any work to really process it or make sense of it. So I just found myself kind of living in turmoil, right? Truly stuck. And I didn't even know I was stuck yet. And when that really festered, you know, and you kind of get into junior high school and add the dynamics of kids that are just mean and bullying and all that stuff. And I was just, I was a mess in my teenage years. But I had this desire to serve, to please people. You know, I was a pleaser, but I was like so hungry to be a creator. I wanted to just change my life and my future. And I just saw this vision of what could be. And so I read tons of books like Think and Grow Rich when I was a teenager, you know, like that kind of stuff, just diving into how do I change? How do I become happy? How do I become free? And I pursued a very entrepreneurial career, but I didn't realize just how much my past was going to be kind of a, a boat anchor in my ability to progress and I would self-sabotage. I would do all these things. So I, I sold like $300 million of products and services in my sales career. And like I started businesses, some failed miserably, some went well. And I just was really just trying to figure this out. All of it was to one day be a coach and just teach people how to find success. Cause I was so passionate about this idea of reaching our potential and I just found myself coaching all along the way, but I felt like I hadn't arrived yet. And I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And as I went through, I ran a podcast on just personal growth and then I created a podcast on startups and I sold a ton. Like I just had really polished these skills that made me really valuable in working with businesses. But 
what I really quickly discovered, it was the business owners. It was these entrepreneurs, these thought leaders, these people that were just craving to get out into the market and make their mark in the world that were, were like me. They were so stuck. They were facing so much conflict and adversity in their lives that they didn't understand fully. And those are the people that kept coming to me. And we'd be in their business and they would say, I just feel like I want to share with you kind of where I'm at right now. And we'd have this beautiful conversation. I mean, we both would be in some cases in tears, just realizing like how powerful this human is and how hard they're trying and how okay they don't feel. And that's where the magic really took off for me, where I just realized people, that one person at the helm of a business can impact thousands, if not millions of lives. And I'm happy to coach them in their business, but I really want to make sure that they're doing the work too. And that's really for me where I fully stepped in. But the last thing I'll say about this is most of that, I mean, like I'm, I'm an old raisin here, like compared to you guys, like I'm, <laughs> I, I held my spell. I, I had so much shame and fear due to things that were outside of my control that held me back that I self-sabotaged my own career so many times. And I was so afraid to fully step in and be vulnerable enough to say, this is who I am, this is what I've been through. Um, and before I did my work, I couldn't fully be who I needed to be. And I didn't know it until I did it. And yes, it kind of got worse before it got better. But right. now, today, I'm free. And that's a different game. Yeah. I wish I would have done it a long time ago. But I'm like I said at the beginning, I'm glad I've been through that because I now understand everybody's stuck mm -hmm. in some way. Yeah. And you help people find that freedom. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we see a lot of people who come to us and they're like, I don't, I don't know what I want. I don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. And so what would your advice be for someone who is feeling that stuckness, who just resonated with everything that you're experiencing? I'm sure that's where most people start when they come into your office. Where do you start with something like that? Yeah, such a good question. I think that there's... There's patterns, right? Like yeah. if you do this over and over again, you start to see patterns. Mm -hmm. Yes. And for me, I really found, um, it initially it was kind of three things. Like when I wrote my book, I took a year off. I, when I kind of got out of real estate and I got into coaching, I took a year off and I wrote a book. And, and for me, I called it the laws of influence. And my thing was every great company had a defining purpose. There was just some intention about them. They all understood how to connect and tell their story. And they all understood how to take initiative and action and create, right? And as I really kind of unpacked and got deeper and deeper into the coaching, I realized that there were actually six things. And I've kind of really said, these are the, the six things that are where people get stuck. And I'll just, I'll list them and we can talk yeah, about whatever let's ones. Do it. Totally. The first one is, is just identity. Like, who am I? What are my gifts? What was I built to do? What am I? I'm, we're all different. And we all try and go through the same cattle gates, you know, and do be the same, go to the same schools and we learn the same ways, but none of us are the same. So who am I? What is my unique skill? And if I was to really tap into that, like what, what are my superpowers, right? Two is what's the ultimate direction for me? If I was to fully be free to step into me, what is the optimal path in real estate, highest and best use? Like what, what would be the greatest version of, of me if I chose a direction that I was passionate about and it leveraged my skills? Three is like, what is the adversity? What is the inevitable headwinds that we're facing? And in what ways can we use that like a sailboat to harness the, the wind and use it to our advantage, not stifle us and hold us back? The strongest trees are the ones that bear the most adversity, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. what is the conflict of your life and how do you bring it together? Those three things together reveal the value that you can really offer to the world. I love that. And I see everybody stuck in a level on all three of those things. But once you know that, then the other three 
or how do you tell your story? Like, how do you become free and fearless to be able to get up there and speak or just share and tell people how you can serve them and how you can add value for them? And then five is how do you build and create? How do you build the business or create the exposure and the reach that allows you to serve the people you want to serve? And then the sixth one is legacy. What for? Why am I doing this? Like, what is self-actualization? What is my highest potential? And how do I truly optimize? And that's really where I think we connect powerfully is hype. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I level up and level up and level up and get to that point where I can have massive impact? Yeah. And those are the six. And I think I see a lot of times you're probably stuck in a few of those. Mm -hmm. But for me, that's really where I've kind of narrowed it down to say this is where we start. Yeah. I can resonate with that. I feel like for me, it was identity that I really couldn't start stepping into my hypest life and get really clear on mm -hmm. what that looks like and what that feels like until I knew who Nick was yeah. at, at her core. And in that, it required peeling back some masks and taking off some layers and exposing parts of myself that right. I've hid and, and suppressed for a long time and you know, all the guilt and shame and all of that, that, that comes up with all of that. And so what advice would you give for people who are ready to start pulling up those layers and looking in the shadows and uncovering who they are at yeah. their core? Yeah, I think it's I, I, like, think about a kid, like a little kid, they are Un, they're oblivious to the impact, the opinions of other people, yeah. right? They just are, they're just free. And then we go into this reality where we all of a sudden suppress ourselves because of all the feedback and all the ways we've been conditioned. And if we do it right, we find ourselves back again into a place where we can become free again. And I think the, the first piece of advice is to acknowledge that that's real for everybody. And the, the more painful it is, the more likely you've, you're, you're, protective mechanisms have gone to great lengths to put up those masks and to hide it because it doesn't feel safe. And especially if your primary caregivers were a part of your conflict in your life, it's going to feel even more safe. It's actually like easier for us as kids to just say, I must be broken because my people that are my stable, my source of support in my life it can't be them, so I'll take it. And we carry this shame for our whole lives because it's easier just to take it. Wow, yeah. And, and so shame is such a powerful hindrance to our ability to process emotions normally and even see clearly. So we're all looking through different colored lenses. And so I think giving space to recognize that I feel conflict. I feel part of me wants to do this, part of me doesn't. Like just recognizing the... The conflict inside of you is the first step to recognizing that I have parts that aren't always in, in alignment with each other. And I know I've been through some things in my life and I have beliefs that don't really feel like me always. And just giving space to say, and that's okay. Like I'm, it's not me. Like that's just a part of me that's responding to and adapting to the life I've lived and I can accept it and I'm still okay, and now I can start to heal. And I think a lot of people just have to block it. It's, mm. it's way too vulnerable, it's way too unsafe to even consider that notion, and they don't ever do the work. But if you just recognize the modes you get into, and just give yourself space to say, man, I've been through a lot. Like, I need to give myself a lot of grace for what mm -hmm. I've been through, and I wanna just start being curious. 
and just notice like why do I get so angry when that happens what is that Mm. and just trace that back and just start to ask those questions but honestly like sometimes that's where you need a coach like I would have never got through my stuff without some coaches and some therapists Mm -hmm. in my corner Yeah. yeah I that's exactly where I'm at I I didn't really realize how much my past experiences really were weighing me down and I was actually blocking my own creativity and my own desires. I was blocking myself from being able to see my potential because of past experiences. Parts of me were still living in those past experiences and they hadn't healed from those things yet. And so I remember I was actually nervous to reach out to Brad because I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know what more looked like for me. And so I was like, how am I supposed to go sit down with this guy and tell him like, I don't know what I want. I don't know where I'm headed. So when I sat down with Brad, um, I kind of told him where I was at in my business and I thought we were going to jump right into business. Like, let's just jump straight into business and let's, let's figure out where I want to head. And he asked me just a couple questions about my business and then it went into personal and he kept bringing me back to personal life, personal things. And as we talked and as we started unpacking things, I started to realize experiences from my past that I hadn't healed from yet were quite literally stifling that creativity and stifling. I was stuck because I hadn't healed from those things. And those experiences, healing from those, I've always suppressed them. And taking another look at those experiences was scary. Like that felt really, really scary for me. And really hard because I'm really good at just suppressing and just like showing up and pleasing. Yep. Showing up and pleasing. But Brad really helped me to get through, I guess, my stuff, look back at my past, see what experiences did I have that are causing fear in this area? What experience did I have that's making me feel like I am not capable of doing this or doing that? And that's keeping me at this level when I'm ready to break through to the next level. And so we broke through a lot of those barriers. But it's crazy how your personal experiences, the things that you go through, they do become your superpowers. I mean, I am so grateful for my experiences because they've made me, they've shaped me and helped me in so many ways. But I'm, I'm thankful to have worked through a lot of that and be now on this like healing journey and understand my personal life affects every aspect of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I love the metaphor of the wind, right? Because it's just, it's can be like, if you're golfing, for example, and you're trying to hit, I remember I played sand hollow and, you know, I'm trying to drive into the wind and it literally takes 50% off of your shot. Right. And mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh my gosh, this is brutal. You just turn around and hit the other way. Right. And all of a sudden you can literally hit it 50% longer. Like yeah. it is a perspective. And the moment mm. that you like, you have two modes, you can literally say, this is good enough. I'm going to suppress all that pain, push it aside. And I'm just going to navigate because these are the cards I've been dealt with in my life. This is, this is my lot in my life. This mm-hmm. is what I have to bear. Or you can say, wait a minute. What if, what if all of that pain could actually reveal a superpower? Like, gifts like power mm-hmm. amazing talents and all I have to do is just open the door and yeah it might get hard and that's probably where most people stop but if I just push through there's a reason I was given those gifts there's a reason I went through that and there's something powerful in that 
that's the choice. And not everybody has the fortitude, the strength to do it, but the ones that do learn, just like you learn that those experiences can just be memories. Like they mm -hmm. can just become part of your life, but all the pain, you can literally convert it mm -hmm. into the deepest power that you'll ever possess in your life to be who you need to be. That is powerful. And mm -hmm. I just, I, there's nothing more sad to me than someone that just isn't willing to go there and they see it and they make that choice. I just, I just can't, yeah. I just can't do it. For you know, sure. and that's, it's hard because there's, everybody has it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think as the hype squad, that's something that we see and we truly believe is that everybody has the capacity and everybody yeah. has that potential to step into their hypest life. Yes. Yeah. We always say like, we are no more special than you, you know, that's not like, to dismiss no, ourselves, no, but, but everybody has the power and the potential to create whatever they want and to live their hypest life, mm -hmm. you know, but it takes, it definitely takes work and, yeah. um, going back in and, and healing some things. Well, one of the questions that I asked you, and maybe this is an interesting place to kind of bring this point to you know, clarity is like, if everybody listening to this right now sat down and just said, if you could do anything in your life, anything at all, and you knew it was going to work, you knew you wouldn't fail, what would you do? And just think about, like, sit with that for just a minute and think about what is that thing? And so many, and then, and just notice all the conversations you've had in your mind over the years were like, well, I don't have the money to do that, or I don't mm -hmm. have the time to do that, or I've got kids or whatever. And think about all the reasons why. And just push all those aside and say, but what if, what if I could do that? And I knew that it wouldn't fail and sit with that for a minute and just notice how different that is or isn't to what you're doing right now. And that was a question mm -hmm. that we talked about a lot yeah. was what is that? And where are you living in a mode that is safe or works, uh -huh. but where's the hype, right? Yes. And what's the difference? What's the, what's the Delta between those two and what is holding you from that? And there's mm -hmm. valid things. Right. Life's about like, you can't just be there necessarily, but the next question is, are you doing that today? And if the answer to that is no, are you, is what you're doing today the most efficient path to get there? And if that answer is no, then I'm going to tell you straight up, you are out of alignment and you are not going to be fulfilled if you're already not fulfilled in your life. Yeah. And you don't have to be there, but at least it's the progress that we're making towards the things that matter most to us that give us that sense of joy and fulfillment and progression in our lives. Like, you don't have to become fit. You just go to the gym and you notice you feel better because you're on the path. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, when you start to ask that question and recognize where you're at, it starts to open up. And that's all I do as a coach. People look for frameworks. They look for paths and guidance. Mm -hmm. But I don't tell people what to do. I just plug people into a framework that allows them, and I ask questions yes. that allow people to kind of navigate their own truth. And I'm just a conduit to help people see themselves mm -hmm. and step into themselves. And I'll ask the questions that I recognize might be limiting or conditioned beliefs to help just bring clarity to the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth will set you free because it's your truth. And when you get connected to your higher self and not a part of you that feels suppressed or not good enough, you know what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And my job is just to connect you with that source of truth so that you can step into you and then give you the tools to stay there, right? And that truth, we we talk about this, or like people think hype is just high vibes all the mm -hmm. time always. 
and we're like, no, we live on the spectrum. We have contrast and we experience contrast too. And we let it all work for us. But when we talk about living our hypest life and creating our hype life, really the root of that is actually hope. Hope creates hype. And when you start to see your truth and you have that, like you become the mirror for them and they start to see what's capable and what's possible and they start to see these glimmers of and start connecting these dots that they've never connected before Mm -hmm. that triggers a whole slew of hope and it is that hope that carries you to your hype totally exactly and it's crazy what that alignment when you do then become aligned with your truth or with the things that bring you the most hope and the most hype it's so crazy how your life like just becomes things just start to happen and they start to Mm -hmm. work. And I think that's where I was at when I first went and saw Brad is I was out of alignment and I knew it and I could feel it that I, things were out of alignment. Part of me was headed this way and was ready to hype lives and ready to do this and do that. And the other part of me was still living in a place trying to people please. And so I was quite literally out of alignment just like we talk about vehicles and all four wheels in order to drive straight, the wheels have to be in alignment. Mm -hmm. If one wheel is off by one degree, two degrees, I mean, you have to control that steering wheel and jerk it left and right to keep it going straight. You have to force and you have to manipulate and it becomes difficult. But when you're in alignment, that clear straight path is so much easier. Yeah so much easier yeah i love that yeah i remember you sharing one of the insights that that brad gave you and it's resonated and it's come up so many times in our own conversations and things where so often you mentioned the word conditionings but like so often we're carrying rocks that we don't have to carry Mm -hmm. and it's that sometimes it really is just looking in the shadow and unmasking like taking the rocks out of the backpack you know just unloading and and unburdening yourself you know we carry these things and Yes. But why are we carrying? Yeah, we don't have we don't have to carry them. We can right. choose differently. Yes. And it can be that I say simple, not to say that it you know it's not without contrast and yeah. that it's not doesn't come with its own slew of experiences in that. But it can be that simple of mm-hmm. starting to just unpack those rocks and yes. choosing not to carry them anymore. And yeah. in that, we find ourselves, yeah. and then all the strength that we obtained from carrying those rocks and then how much further and faster we can go because we've unburdened that and we've found ourself Mm -hmm. and our truth in that journey versus every rock that we put in that someone else's we're you know we're living a life for somebody else and that's in that you're not going to find you you're not going to find your truth your authenticity your alignment and so it really just like Taking mm-hmm. those rocks out of the backpacks. How many rocks are you carrying yeah. that you could just mm-hmm. unload and mm-hmm. unburden? And, and sometimes it really does take a, a mentor, a coach, a, a therapist mm-hmm. to give you permission yeah. to to take those rocks yeah. out of your backpack. Yeah. But exactly. that journey is I, liberating. Yes, I was carrying rocks that I, I didn't even know. You were carrying. I was carrying. Yeah. yeah I know. Right. And um, I still remember that day. When Brad was like, you're picking up other people's rocks and you're putting them in your backpack. I'm like, you don't have to do that. You've got to, at some point too, let other people carry their own rocks 
because me picking up their rocks is also taking away from their experience and, no and their learning yeah. and their path you know pulling rocks out of other people's path well what if that rock needed to be there for them yeah. to pick up and, and learn from you know and it's hard right it it's sometimes it's so hard, hard to let people sit with that but just remember and just remember, like just think of the power that you gained in that moment when you said oh my gosh i don't have to carry that mm-hmm. and that can be yours and you can acknowledge it and even say to them listen i'm giving you this this is your rock and i'm going to let you carry it but i'm no longer carrying it mm-hmm. and and it doesn't change the fact that I, I love you or i respect you or whatever whoever you're talking to but then do you remember the question that followed that it was let's hear it now that you can see that space mm-hmm. Where else in your life are you carrying those same rocks? Like, where else do we now need to acknowledge the new level that you've reached and the new sense of freedom that you've created? Mm-hmm. And where else in your life now needs to also adapt right. to how you've grown? Mm-hmm. Because, like, this is, we're talking about energy and space, right? Like, when you're operating at a new level of energy, yeah, old connections aren't necessarily going to jive the same way. Yeah. And when you're creating when you give more space to create more of your value, mm-hmm. authentic, pure value, you're going to add more value into the space. And somehow that's going to have to come back to you. And yeah. so where do you now create the greatest leverage now that you have this next level of production and performance? Like mm-hmm. that's like, that's the only sales lesson that anyone needs to know is it's not about your product and it's not about how much money you make. It's about the value that we exchange. You go to the grocery store, you kind of know what you need to buy and there's no sales reps in the grocery store. Like, what is the value that you bring to the space as a parent, as a friend, as a business owner, as an employee? What is my value and how is it measured? Know that. And then if you want more success, how do I create more value in that space? And as I free myself and I get more aligned with my gifts, I create more value. And when you know that, that's the exchange that matters. So I coach reps, a lot of sales professionals, and I'm like, stop selling and just focus on being a guy that helps people create value for the people you serve and do it because you want to add value to them, serve them and it will take care of itself. And so as you heal and as you become free and as you become aligned with your identity and your direction, you become more valuable. And then you get to ask the question, how do I optimize? How do I tell this story? How do I build more scale around this? How do I just step fully into this? And that's why these great companies and these great people, they weather every recession because the value is still being exchanged. Yes. It's mm-hmm. just not, it's different. It just changes yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I love that. We, me and Nick were actually talking this last weekend. Like what's next? What's next for us? And I know you asked me that too. When I was in your office last week or the week before, like what's next for Tiana? What is next for Tiana North? And I've thought about that a lot and it's been so cool to now, I feel like go into that question with freedom. Like, what is next for me? Where before I felt so confused and conflicted. And now I feel like since I've worked through the identity, the direction, you know, working through my past, healing all those things. Now I'm ready to show up. I know where I want to go now. I know where I'm headed. I know the value that I bring. And Nick was asking me like, so what's next T? What's next for you? I'm like, it's time for me to show up now. Now I can jump into... I know how to market. I mean, I have a marketing business. I create content for other businesses mm-hmm. to use to market themselves. But me, myself, I've felt so, um, I guess I've had a lot of fear around doing that myself. And I've blamed it on not having enough time, 
you know, all these other things when it all comes back to like fear of, I didn't even know what I wanted to share with the world. I didn't even know what I wanted to put out there. Fear of like, is this even the right direction for me? And now that I am in alignment with that and I know where I'm going, now I'm ready to show up and I'm ready to tell that story and I'm ready to get out there. And it's a freeing feeling. I'm ready to optimize. Now I feel like I can step into more of like the business quote unquote side of things, you know, where I had to get through the weeds first. I had to get through those weeds first. But then things are showing up and they're showing up rapidly and they're showing up for you. And it does almost become again, not without contrast, but it does become this flow. Mm-hmm. It does become easier. You attract things easier and faster and they start showing up and the opportunities you can see and you can know immediately without a doubt that that is aligned for you and that was put in your path for a reason or that you need to speak this truth in this moment and mm-hmm. you need to make this decision and this is where you need to go and you can go confidently in that direction. And then the more you practice that, yeah. where you're like, I need to make this decision and then you do it and then you see and you experience what's on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I did that. I did that. You know, and yeah. you start to experience that again, more hope and more hype and that it reinforces your identity mm-hmm. and who you really are and reinforces that power. And it creates so much inertia and momentum that, that takes you to your hypest life. Yeah. That's the word I was, I'm glad you said momentum. I was just thinking like the secret to racing cars, I always have to drop a car metaphor in here at some point, but like the, the, the greatest drivers, they understand momentum. It's mm. not, it's like the stopping and starting, the stopping and starting requires so much energy. Like Newton's first law, an object in motion will stay in motion until an unbalanced opposite force acts on it. So if you are making momentum and then you get into that mode and you sabotage and you hold back or just your energy changes, you've got to start up again. And so if you can just get in momentum and just start building on that thing, it's so much easier to keep it going and rolling and pick up that speed because it's already going. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing just how often you feel like I'm stopping and starting and stopping and starting and where does your energy shift? Those are the areas to start. Like I, sometimes I go home with my kids, I got four kids and I'm like, it's sometimes it's chaos. And I notice that I go home and I'm like, Oh, this just killed all my energy. Well, as a very empathic person, I need to do a two things. I can take ownership for that and say, I need to put on a shield as I go in and be prepared for it. And it doesn't hit so hard if I'm prepared to go in and be ready to support. The other thing though, is I can address it with my kids and just say, Hey guys, I'm really like energy hits me and affects me in a major way. So what can we do to like really keep the energy calm and talk through it and work through it and just create. So that doesn't feel like it's this momentum killer for me. Mm -hmm. Things like that, like, it's okay to do that. Just Mm -hmm. like, that's me. I'm a guy and I'm a sensitive human. And that's, I mean, I used to think that's something wrong with me. Now I'm like, no, I'm a sensitive people. I can feel deep with people. That's a gift. So recognizing that now, how do I adjust and modify my life to make sure that I'm utilizing that gift and not suppressing it. And then I make changes and I learn and I grow like the amount of books and things that I pour through is kind of the other part of how I add value to my clients is like, I go through, I read so many books and I try so many things just because I want to know, I want to be like the anthology of all the things you can do. I, I guess I'm kind of like, what is it? Like the test dummy, you know, going through okay. it just to really figure out what works and what doesn't work. And that's one that I've learned is like, we need to have those, we need to modify our environment to allow mm-hmm. us to be authentically us. And reduce 
anything that's slowing the momentum or yeah. like creating that friction, like you said, shielding or, you know, changing and shifting that perspective so that you can flow through it versus like hitting an abrupt wall. Like, oh, you had mm-hmm. the hypest day and then like mm-hmm. you get home and you're like, you know, come crashing to a hole. Like, what are the things can we be more proactive in preparing ourselves to kind of reduce some of that friction and some of those things that that slow us down and prevent us from from Mm -hmm. getting to the place that we actually want. That was another word too that I remember you talking about as well was flow. And when you get into that flow state, when you find something that you love and you're doing that thing that you love and time just passes so quickly, you have no concept of time. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh my gosh, what time is it that we've really been here for three hours? Holy cow. That's when you know you are in alignment with the things that you truly, truly love when you can get into that flow state and the momentum doesn't stop and you can just like go and go and go. That's when you know you're in alignment. And so I think thinking about those times too, when you can get into those flow states, what are you doing? Where are you? Is it in conversation? What, what are you conversating about? Is it, what are you doing? And I think that can also really help you to see where your path could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you want a wake-up call, um, read The Big Leap by Dr. Gay Hendricks, and it will just it will rock your world, especially if you're out of alignment in your life, because he's going to talk to you about what you're saying is mm-hmm. your zone of genius. Like, yes. mm-hmm. you're in your zone of excellence. What's your zone of genius? Like, what is that thing you do that you get into that flow state, and mm-hmm. you just, you're just, you feel so much joy. Like, when I left that She Sparks event uh-huh. that I spoke at, I, I looked over at Orson, and I said, this isn't fair. It's not fair that I get to go do that and have that experience with those incredible women and, and the conversations that are going to follow that. It's not fair. Like I was so much fun. Yeah. And I felt that honestly. And, and like the time went by and like, it felt like five minutes Mm -hmm. and I was like, I want to keep going. I want to be here for all day. You know, that's zone of genius level Mm -hmm. because you just feel that. And when you're in that zone, you produce at a much higher level. Yeah. And then you also, that book talks about your upper limits. Like, what are the things that you do that hold you back? Mm -hmm. And the other book that will rock your world is No Bad Parts by um, Dr. Richard Schwartz. And it just talks about this push and pull that you feel, this internal conflict that we all run into. And it just talks about this, the reason and where this part of me wants to start the business part of me is afraid to do it and Mm -hmm. learning to make sense of that conversation. Those two books are kind of like the prerequisites that I have all of my clients read and go Mm -hmm. through just because it gives us a great framework to start breaking down walls fast and get free. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. That's one of the books I'm reading right now is the big leap and it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I think our squad members are going to have to listen to this a couple times yes. because there are so many gold nuggets. And I mm-hmm. think we we touched on so many things that people are going to resonate with and so many people need to hear that and need those reminders. So listen to it often and over yeah. and yeah. And then if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Brad. Yeah. Brad, where can they find you? So the easiest way is just to go to my website, bradharker.com, and there's a number of ways to connect there. Um, or just follow me on social. Like, I've really shifted. I'm, I hate social. I mean, I, I suck at social. But <laughs> Brad, you you're great at social. At social. <laughs> you at social. But, like, I just, I'm sharing a lot more content now of just these little vignettes of things. and These nuggets. Yeah. These gold nuggets. So, and, so that's a great way to just to connect and stay in the conversation. But I think, I just, 
I think everybody just needs to take a minute and pause and just recognize like everybody listening to this podcast has a gift. Like mm-hmm. you are different, you are powerful, you are unique and no one is like you and stop running from it. Stop minimizing it. Stop hiding it and just be and just find the people that will help you bring it out and just realize how beautiful your life is. Like Wallace Waddles, one of my favorite authors, just said, like, we're all predisposed to go along certain lines. And when you get in alignment with who you are, your growth is more organic, it's more powerful, it's more sustainable. So stop playing small and just look in the mirror and just find the beauty and just step into it. Find people that can help you step into it fully and just be. Like if this whole world, if everybody would just do what they were built to do and we didn't worry about judgment and measurements and mm-hmm. all that stuff. We just yeah. all did our thing. We would be incredible. Yes. Yes. I, yes. It would be beautiful. Yes. Hype would be right. So oh real. So friggin' hype yeah. at yes. the hypest of hypest yes. levels. Oh my gosh. Big the freaking world would magic. literally be so hyped. Yeah. yeah. Big freaking magic. But yeah. even if you, no one else does and you do, your life will still be better because we live in the yes. most amazing time where you can start any business and you can Mm -hmm. make anything work. Absolutely. So just do it. Like, just do it. Please. Amen. I love that. Do it. Just do it. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your zone of genius with the hype squad. Yes. Brad, you're so, you're so hyped. And like our hype squad's lives are about to get so hyped. So hyped. Yes. They're going to step into. Yes. Their hype selves. Yep. Because Brad Harker. And with that, we will catch catch you on on the hype side. side. Yeah! Yeah!